we go. Ready? I'm feeling it. And... It's really on. I love when people air drum and they like, like they're fucking beating the shit at you. Like, uh, like Lars Ulrich tr- hitting the the fucking um, hi hat in uh in like, tss, tss, <laughs> like hard as shit. Like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, Lars. You don't have to hit the fucking hi hat that hard. The Napoleon complex. You're not a hi hat is something that uh, like no matter how hard you hit it, it's still just gonna make this sound. Tss. <laughs> Actually, when they did, um, you know what? I feel my OCD is telling me that I need to hit one firework before it. There you go. <laughs> That's good, old dud. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Devin, and I'm Rich, and I'm I'm nailing those cowbells now. I'm fucking gonna Barry Horowitz that shit. <laughs> I'm a I'm a fucking yeah. cowbell hitting motherfucker, motherfucker. We'll make those uh, we'll make those t-shirts. Um, uh, but I, I, there was there was a uh, a time not too long ago that Metallica played one. With like this, why? Why can't I think of the name of the piano player? He's like a he's like a, a well known. I believe he's an Asian gentleman, classical piano player, and for some award ceremony. And this is not too long ago. This is within the last five years or so. They they came out and they played one. Was it one? What's uh, darkness is dead in my heart. That's one. Yeah, okay. And uh, and all Lars had to do was keep 4-4 four, four on the hi-hat while this piano player uh, took off and took his little solo or whatever, and he could not do it. Really? Yeah. Lars? Yeah. I'll play it for you after the podcast. You'll, you'll be in, in, incensed by it, because I watched it, and I was like, holy shit, Lars can't keep 4. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of tempo changes in one. No, I I know, but this had nothing to do with that. This was like, they, they, came, up, they, they came out, and they did the whole thing, you know, the whole song or whatever, and then the whole point was before it goes into... Right. Like they, 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 they died out so that this piano guy could jam for a little bit. So all Lars had to do is just keep 4-4 timing, and, and he couldn't do it? do it on the hi-hat. It was nuts. That's weird. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. Yeah, now, granted, I being young and being like, Lars is the man. Now, granted, the, uh, the, um, fucking, the piano player was, you know, he was riffing, and, and, and I believe he's a classical, like, kind of jazz kind of guy, so there's no way that he was giving him anything to keep time to, but that's not the point. You keep the time. Like, the piano guy is, you know, but... uh that guy was probably just used to playing by himself and didn't give a shit, you know, like tra- the Travis Barker syndrome. Like, I'll just solo out. I don't give a shit about anyone else in the band. Yeah, yeah, but the piano player, but but that's the point is, is that it's the drummer's job to keep the timing, you know? that's. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just meant like the piano player would probably just blocked out Lars and was like, fuck it. No, no, it's not. Really? Yeah. He was looking at him like, what the yeah. fuck? Oh, dude, if this guy's a classical fucking piano player, I mean, he plays to a metronome. Timing is everything. Yeah. That shit, you know, it's not, it's, it's definitely not the classical classical piano player's fault it's definitely the rock drummer's fault you know like and you could fucking tell that so stop defending your drummer people i wasn't defending laws you uh there's a lot of people out there that that say that even way back when they recorded one that that track was doctored really yeah if you listen to the new metallica albums you could tell that they're they're fucking they're oh, they're sinking his drums like it, it's too perfect of a thing and he's not that good of a drummer that it's actually time synced but uh but um I read some allegations uh that <laughs> that back then even the, the all the double bass work and all that stuff was kind of fucking patched together because wow. you couldn't really play it in studio. That's they're wild allegations fucking I know. Lies. So I don't know. Anyway, what's going on? So speaking of wild allegations, we we uh we ended last show with your very first official RTG Investigates. Was that last show? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just keeping the ball going, That's baby. what I'm saying. You came in excited <laughs> with brand new information yeah. about another set of rich, uh, creative black gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, shit. I'll find that urban community interesting until the day I die. And this is a goodie. Okay, so so I don't know if this is an official RTG investigates, is it? Um, I mean, I, I didn't, mean, two I, in a row, back to back, consecutive shows, it, a book ending, it, <laughs> ending and beginning with it. I mean, it, it didn't can take, the audience take this much RTG investigates? Oh, this one's a goodie, but I mean, it didn't, it wasn't much investigating. I'm just pretty much. You know, just shedding the news here. By the way, I found an article uh, that actually popped up on my Facebook feed that I posted on our fa- on the Awkward High Five 
uh, Facebook, it was an Uproxx um, article about some other rapper was saying that he knew how Easy E died, and the whole article was basically word for word what you said on the show. Like, like Suge Knight did it too. Well, well it, it, they talked about the AIDS needle. This this guy, I, I don't know his name exactly. I'd have to look at the article, but this guy is claiming that um, that Easy E was uh, shot up. Oh, I know. There's a theory that he went to go get acupuncture. acupuncture. That's that's what this is. And they dip the acupuncture. Right. To- but they also, but I mean, and then the, the second half of the article is just going through Suge Knight's history, and it's all those same oh, things, yeah. and and they talk about the Jimmy Kimmel thing, which I which I also uh, linked to the awkward high awkward high five dot com in the show notes, man. and I watched it. That was the first time that I've seen it, and and uh, when you were telling it on the store, you know, because when you were telling it on the show, I was like, okay, well, Richie sometimes exaggerates, nah, and he nah, like nah. hears what he wants to hear. <laughs> so I went, I when I finally watched it, I'm like, let's see how close this was, and holy shit, he legitimately says, you shoot people <laughs> up with you. a hypertermic needle, AIDS, Easy E style, <laughs> yeah. like word for word. That's a slow death. The holy easy e death. shit! And see how drunk he was. That is uh, some brazen ass shit mm-hmm. right there. Okay, so. Uh, uh, da, da, da. I mean, this this isn't such a conspiracy. This is black and white, mostly black. But this is black, black and yellow. <laughs> black and yellow. Is it that guy? The, no, it's not that. It's uh. not a whiz. It's uh, it's my buddy Bobby Schmurda in the news again, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get away with Schmurda. Now you say in the news again. Um, this is the first time I've ever heard the name Bobby Schmurda in my life. Well, is that an Andy Kaufman uh, character? Is that, uh. <laughs> is, does he come out on stage and act really mean to everybody or something? No, no, he's a real rapper. Okay. Um, what his real name is? What the fuck's his real name? Uh, uh Keel Pollard, but, mm. he, but he goes by the name Bobby Schmurda in his GS9 crew. Okay, from, from Flatbush, Brooklyn. Uh huh. Bobby's in the news because he had a hit song uh, about a year and a half ago called Hot. N-word. So we'll just say hot boy for the sake of the radio, because how many times am I going to say that word? I'll say it one. I'll say so it, it wasn't hot N-word. Uh, it was hot nigger. Yeah. Or nigger. Nigger. Okay. Hot nigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just stick with hot boy then. Yeah. So his song, <laughs> his song, hot, 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 hot boy. Now, uh, he he's part of this GS9 crew, which is said to be associated with the Crips. And him, you know, him and his boys were kind of had heat on them being watched by the police. So they kind of had a little surveillance on them. Then the greatest thing in rap history happens. <laughs> really? <laughs> he comes out with this Better song. than the Sugar Hill Gang doing the fucking, the old grandma <laughs> oh, song? That's got nothing Better on, than that, Richard? <laughs> nothing on Schmerda. Better than when Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg uh, fucking teamed up for that movie soundtrack that I can't think of right now? Better than one eight seven. Better than uh, I don't know what else happened in the rap world. Better than Easy getting pricked with acupuncture needles. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's better than that, poor oh, Eric. Come on, but this all begins with Schmurda here. Okay. Baby. Now I'm guessing this guy got his name because somebody was like, "Yo, d- did you murder?" And he was like, "Murder, schmurder." Well, yeah, that's a, the, that's the uh, the biggest ironic thing in this whole situation. Okay, now, all right, you know I'm not going to interrupt you anymore. Just run yeah. with it, RTG investigates. Well, let me just, let me just answer uh, <laughs> let me just answer your schmurder question here. Yeah, I got mad so schmurder question because he also has the schmoney dance. Now the meaning behind <laughs> <laughs> the meaning behind the does shmurda, he get swifty with things? He does, and the meaning behind schmurder and schmurder she wrote is. Their whole thing is real gangster. Schmurder, she wrote. Wait, where did Schmurder, she wrote <laughs> That's came the from? Name of his record. Oh, you you did not give us that fact. <laughs> yeah, it did. Schmurder, she wrote. <laughs> yeah. Schmurder, she wrote. So the whole Schmurder thing is their whole thing. Their cruise thing is gangsters move in silence. Real gangsters move in silence. So it's kind of like a shh murder. You know, like don't mm. speak about your murder. But then he goes and does the <laughs> complete one thousand and fifty percent opposite of that of Schmurder. and his song hot boy we'll call it right see that's why i wish we could play it right now because the whole entire it's a good tune i mean i, right. I played it a few times right i'm entertained you know i'm entertained yes well you but also love rap music i do so. i love the hot boys yeah so now in your credit the last time you made us play a song in here which we shouldn't have also was that panda song and that was in my head for a good three weeks after that's, that that's a goodie that's i still every once in a while wake up and i'm like panda <laughs> I look around the room. Panda, panda. It's a goodie. Okay, go ahead. But yeah, we shouldn't. We shan't play the song because we're not as a podcast. We don't have the rights to play these I songs. Know, I wish it's we a could. legal thing. Well, here's where this song comes into play because their whole thing is real gangsters moving silence. You know, shh, murder. You know. <laughs> so he goes and comes out with this hit song. 
And the whole entire song is him confessing to murders, <laughs> drug dealing, how much guns they have. And not only that, but he names the guys in his crew and pretty much rat- rats them out. Like one line is, my buddy Meech <laughs> or my boy Meech caught a body about a week ago. And the, the, what law enforcement did was they went and... <laughs> Looked at the old timeline and linked his boy to this murder that happened a week before he recorded the song. <laughs> Confesses a whole shitload of shit in this song. So the cops. So this was, again, like his fucking O.J. Simpson book of, of fucking This yeah. Is How I Did It. Yeah, but it was before he got, before he well, ever How, how did the boys in the G, GS9 crew allow him to put this song out if he was indicting people in they, it? They looked at it as, you know, it's rap. You know, They're going to just think that we're making this they, up. Yeah, there's going to be. So maybe they were trying to be, like, they were trying to be sneaky. Like, yeah, you know, like, this is supposed to be fiction, but we all know that it's real. Yeah. Like, my boy really did catch a body a week ago. Yeah, and but, he but did. But of course, law enforcement. <laughs> But even if that was intelligent to do, like you got to understand that law enforcement is going to take the lowest common denominator, the easiest path. And of course, they're going to look into anything that you put out there, whether it's fiction or not. Yeah, and this is great because these kids are so young, man. They're are like, they that young? Oh, Schmurder's like twenty. <laughs> like in the video, he looks sixteen. I love, I love these young kids. Yeah. They're fucking great. Oh my god! All right, so puts out this song, rats out all his boys. So then, it, it, then the police start watching them, start surveillance. So they're at the infamous Quad Studios in Times Square, where you know Tupac got shot up when Biggie was there, and it was that big thing. Where yeah, did Biggie shoot Pac? And but Pac lived. When, yeah, when Pac was, got shot before he died. Yeah. yeah. And he was going around in so. the wheelchair. Wheelchair Pac was my favorite Pac. <laughs> yeah, middle finger he had like, wheelchair. He had like the nice blanket over his legs and shit, and he was just going around, and you're like, oh, there's Pac. <laughs> Polio <Roll>. Pac? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loved Polio Pac. I wish he stuck, stuck around a little bit longer. That's what the hologram should be. <laughs> People feeding him Marlboro menthols. <laughs> so they're at the Quad Studios, and uh, his boy, um, what, what, was, what was his name? Um, something Rebel. Shrebel? Um, Rowdy Rebel. Rowdy Rebel, who, uh, <laughs> he's also, I think he's locked up for life or some shit. <laughs> but, uh, he's in, they're in Quad Studios, and he has his phone, and he puts something out on Twitter saying, any old fuckboys want to take us on and pool, we'll be up here in Quad Studios. So the cops come to Quad <laughs> Studios <laughs> and get them holding 69 guns. 69. And just wrap, you know, Link them all up and take them in. And uh, the only one to get bail, Bobby Schmurter, he got $2 million bail. Um, uh, L.A. Reid didn't bail him out. We had celebrities like Flavor Flav, um, who all these people saying they were going to bail him out but didn't, left his ass in jail. And uh, finally his family put up housing shit, got him out. But this Friday, this past Friday, him and his boys went on trial for all the alleged schmurder. <laughs> <laughs> and now this schmurder trial, how did it end up? Or are they still are they still on trial? All right, no, no, it all okay. went down. Um, was anybody acquitted or um, no acquittals? There was one guy who didn't take the. They took plea bargains. One guy didn't take the plea. He's his uh, trial starts next week, but his lawyer is saying you should have took the plea because you're fucked in trial. Really? Yeah. So let's see. We got Bobby Schmurda got seven years for gang conspiracy. Um, he took the deal days before the trial was supposed to start. He got seven uh, years for gang conspiracy and uh, weapons charges from the uh, guns they got from him. Set, mm-hmm. They were saying. Um, the prosecutor said that he was a driving force behind the gang GS9, responsible for the drug dealing and several Brooklyn shootings. Mm-hmm. Several. Um, he pled guilty to one count of each. So he got the seven years. And there was more members of the GS9 crew who got caught because he names them in his song Hot Boy and pretty much just set their asses up. <laughs> That's fantastic. So uh, it, it all started on June 3rd, 2014, when a gun found in his friend's apartment in Brooklyn uh, by the cops was uh, linked to Bobby Schmurda, and he told the cops it was a prop for a rap video. So the cops weren't feeling that. So that's when all the surveillance started. Um Two oh, bit. actually, I think I heard that story. So, really? Yeah, I think, I, yeah, somehow that sounds very familiar. That's Shmurda. Okay. So, two co-defendants and members of the GS9 crew uh, 
the Rowdy Rebel, who's like his number one boy, Chad Rowdy Rebel Marshall, 24 years old, and uh, Nick Montana Flea McCoy, 21 years old, took the same deal um, after, I guess, a loud debate in court. So I guess they got the seven years for the conspiracy. Um, there's a fourth defendant, Santino Coino Broderick, was offered a 15-year deal that he turned down and could face 80 if convicted in trial. But there was also 15 other members of the GS9 crew that were busted for the gun conspiracy, uh, one of them being... Uh, Rashid Derisan. He got twenty. Uh, he's twenty four years old. He got ninety eight years. And I, I don't know. Wait, which... how did he got ninety eight years for guns? No, I think he he murdered. Oh, I was gonna say there has to be murder in yeah, that. Yeah, that's murder. Um, that he says that in the song. That's the one that he says caught a body about a week ago. You shoot them and watch them twirl and fall down. <laughs> Shit. Okay, we uh, we will link this song on the sh- in the show notes on the oh, awkwardhighfive dot com. You gotta. Um. Okay, uh, wait, I got, I got some more. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't have this here, but I actually read this on the way over that one of his boys, I know his last name is Martinez, um, got killed with cement shoes. His hands, really? were t- yeah, his hands were tied behind his back, and he had cement shoes, and they believe he was alive when they threw him over the bridge. And he, I forget which bridge it was, but he, wa- he, he washed up either in the... Isn't that a mob tactic? That's what they thought. They thought it was the mob, but something was up with the cement shoes where they like broke or something, because he ended up floating to the top of the water, and they were like, the mob would have done this way better. <laughs> <laughs> so the shoddy... The, I don't even know what level of racism that is, or... <laughs> And the cops said it. Not no, me. I know. I know. That's but what's so when funny about it. I read it, I was it. like, oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we thought this would be the mob, but the shoddy workmanship. <laughs> they probably have like a pallet for those These people things. have never had a fake contracting business in their whole entire life. The fact that this fell apart just means that it's the, uh, it's the young rappers. That's fucking hilarious. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, so they were linked to other shootings and because of the song... Um, they were linked to a couple different shootings and a lot of crack dealing. And, uh, yeah, and that's when, you know, they all got busted at that Quad Studios. And that's really what took them down. Okay. And, they, you know, now they're all in jail right now. And Shmurda, she wrote. That's it. Shmurda, she wrote. But I wish we could play because after I read that, I listened to the song and I fucking lost it. Because he's just straight up, like, names them in a row, like, Bobby shot Johnny. Billy shot you. <laughs> he, just starts, <laughs> he just starts naming crimes one after another. Come on, Bobby. Think what, about it. Like who? It, what astounds me is he obviously is at cer- a certain level in the music game, right? It's like he's got he's like got major label support and shit like that. Why would they let him put this shit out? I guess they thought the same thing. Like this isn't real. Oh right. You know they must. Yeah. Because you look at him and it looks like a sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah. But I guess you know when you live where you live and you grow up the way you grow up, it doesn't matter. Right. Where are they from again? East Flatbush. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know the the there's obviously always been a connection between rap music and and gang activity and 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 drugs. I mean, since the beginning of, of rap music, but it's weird how, and I mean, certainly many uh, rap guys have gone to jail, like uh, rappers and, and, and gangster rappers and all that shit have gone to jail, but it's weird how like you hear about like uh, Easy e selling crack to get uh, NWA off the ground. You hear about like, uh, uh, who else? Like, uh, well, like Biggie used to fucking sling rock. Like he raps about that in his songs. Mm-hmm. How come the cops never tried to put together a case on Biggie? You know, like. Like he he literally says in his songs, you know, I used to sell drugs or whatever. Like, I mean, I, I know there's a statute of limitations and shit, but you would think that they would try to put something. Like, why did they pick these kids to be like, okay, now we're coming for you guys? Well, I, I would think because you know they charge it with gang conspiracy, so I think um, because there's you know they're specifically saying dates, times, and people yeah, who right. did the murders. You know, they got him on the murder. There's, you know, Biggie never claims to be a part of any gang. Right. You know, they're, they're like. <laughs> but, ma- but many, many, many rappers do. Yeah, I just brought yeah. up, I just brought up Biggie because I don't go that deep into the rap I, world. So those you. are the people that I talk about, you know. Rappers do, yeah. But 
you should just see the video, man. Yeah. It is just so... It's like one of those like smack videos that you get on a, as a bootleg of gangs like, where uh, they should be covering their face. <laughs> like world I mean? star hip-hop shit? <laughs> yeah, like they should be behind masks and those voice things, but instead they're being like, here we are, yeah. it's me, Bobby Schmurder. <laughs> this is John. And, and the one guy's spooky. in the back like wearing the fucking bo- like the bolo shirt with an, just pointing an Uzi in the air for no reason. You're like, yeah. God damn, I don't want to fuck with Uzi, man. Yeah, that that's how, it, and because you know they they name specific instances, I think that's what how they get them on gang conspiracy. I don't think you know they're getting arrested for drug dealing or drug possession. You right. know, I think it's that's where the conspiracy comes in and having all those guns and shit and right. you know attempted murders and murders and it's just crazy. It's yeah, just, and it's just crazy how he would think that it would be a good idea to just make a song about it. At least change some dates and change some <laughs> names. You know, like make up a name, but like, you know? Yeah, at least Bon Jovi fucking had the, had the idea to change the names. Like, <laughs> imagine if you like robbed fucking No, nothing with the Bon Jovi joke. <laughs> I don't know what Only the names change <laughs> every day. I don't know it. What? But like, say you robbed Quick Check. And you don't I know was a fucking... <laughs> And I was like, Dev Rob Quick Check about a week ago. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we know who did it. <laughs> we, we had a few leads, but now it's, uh, it's unlocked. My man RTG invaded taxes for the 2014 year. A white man's cry. <laughs> he got some inside trading information. <laughs> Just calling out all your fucking white collar fucking <laughs> college friends. <laughs> uh man, that's fucking true. <laughs> well, I I hope that they do their bids, and I'm saying that so that I could sound cool to the youth of America. I hope they do their bids quickly and healthily and get right out there and start making them rap songs again because we need them. Yeah. We need the the, the uh, creatives in the world. I don't know it's be- if it's because I'm j- I just get so interested in things that become news, but I'm an official fan of Schmurda. Yeah. No, I look, like him. I like I I like the fact that when it's coming from somewhere real. Yeah. You know, like if these like obviously I don't want people getting murdered and and I'm and I may or may not, you know, I'm not advocating drug fucking uh, distribution and shit like that, but if these kids are out there saying that they're shooting people and selling drugs and being parts of gangs and they're actually shooting people and selling drugs and being a part of a gang as opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to all the other people out there that say that they did it but they're they're literally like college educated fucking like uh, went to art school and was in the fucking in the acting program and then became a rapper afterwards like kind of fucking people you know I'm into that shit yeah there's a band actually speaking of there is a band um, called Gloss. <laughs> we're gonna link it on. We're gonna link it on the uh, on the uh, fucking thing. Uh. See, because now I'm gonna. Is he saying Schmurder, Schmurder, Schmurder? Panda, Schmurder, Panda, Schmurder. I just want you to take a look at this. <laughs> oh man, I'm scared already. Right? Don't you feel need to shower? <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, yeah, okay. I want to watch it later. I want to actually listen and enjoy the song. All right, you will. But um, what was I going to bring up? Oh, there's this band. I was uh, there's this band Gloss G L O S S. New band or older band? Uh, they're a newer like hardcore band. I, I forget where they're out of. Um, but they're uh, they're like complete militant. Uh, um, uh, Jesus Christ, why can't I fucking think? Two glasses of red wine, and I'm fucking off the rails. <laughs> um, you know, like anti sexism, fucking women's rights. Uh, Straight edge? No, <laughs> I'm sure they do drugs. But anyway, but what is the word I'm looking for that I can't fucking think of? Anyway, but they're uh, yeah, they're all about women's rights. Gloss is actually an acronym for something about like ladies living in society shit or something like that. The leader, the lead singer, is is a tran a transsexual, uh, you know, guy who became a woman. And the rest of the band, I think, besides one guy, are women. And they put out a heart an EP, and it's fucking awesome. Like, really? it's, yeah. But the cool thing about it is that it, that these they got an offer from Epitaph Records, right? Now, when we were kids. Epitaph Records was like that was like the underground shit for for us. Like if a band was on Epitaph, we thought they they were cool as shit. This Epitaph offered them fifty thousand dollars, something like a twenty thousand dollar signing bonus and a thirty thousand uh, dollar 
marketing fucking thing to come to come to epitaph and they turned it down because epitaph is owned by warner brothers and so they're saying is it really yeah so they're saying fuck epitaph because they're the fucking man and there's no way in hell that we could we could uh you know we could do that because they're they're a commercial entity and then i was reading more about this band and and like if mean if me and you went to this show we would get kicked out like no matter how like into hardcore music we are, and no matter how open we are as as to, to gender and all that shit, and uh, and what would be the reason? Because they would just see us as like bros that would have to get out. Like they don't sell their they don't sell their merch to fucking people. Like if they don't like the way they fucking look or they think that they're at all like fucking jocks or or wow. nuts or whatever. And uh, and and then I listened to the fucking uh, I listened to the the record, and the record is fucking banging. It's awesome. And I was like, I love these people. Now again. There's no way in hell I'd ever get along with them, and uh, and and uh, and you won't be allowed at their shows, and they probably won't be allowed at their shows, or at least I would get dirty looks if I walked in their shows and everything like that. But where they're fucking coming from is pretty fucking cool. Like they're they're straight militant anti-sexism, women's rights, fucking uh, transsexual hardcore band that even what I thought was an independent record label they turned down because that was too fucking corporate for them, and it just gave me a warm feeling inside. I was like, there's people out there that. That are still carrying the torch and it made me feel really good that's cool so it's the same kind of thing with these kids now they're gonna do seven years in jail and that sucks yeah, but you know but at least it's gonna be in there for life but at least there's people like you know lou reed or the ramones or you know or minor threat or people like that that are actually coming from the streets and making music from the streets about the streets and it's real yeah. it's not a calculated commercial thing right and that makes me feel good yeah that's all i mean phew. Well, I don't know. I, I just, I love it all. <laughs> I love all the street shit. <laughs> That's why I like Panda so much. I was like, man, when I watch this, I feel dirty. Yeah. I liked it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It gives you that. And also that Panda song, it's a good fucking song. It's yeah. got a good beat. I mean, I don't understand a lick of what the kid's saying, but that doesn't mean, matter to me. I don't I give know. a fuck. I don't need to know what he's saying. It's just unfortunate that like... I know he's got bras in Atlanta and he's got yeah. a panda and that's all I fucking need to know. I'm good to go. It's just unfortunate that you try and listen to the rest of the album and every song is panda and nothing else is good. It's like they, uh, yeah. they only have one It's song. like a one-hit wonder. Yeah, and that's It's that like when you, when you got all excited for the cra- cra- crash test nummies, mm, 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 <laughs> and then you bought their album and you're like, man, the rest of this album sucks. <laughs> There's no other mm, mm, mm on here. <laughs> That's what Panda is. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. It's the black man's mm mm mm. Speaking of mm mm mm's, uh, and, and this is totally off subject, so give me a, deal with me for a second here. But uh, have you ever watched the show The Office? Yeah. You know, you know the the, uh, the opening song is like, right, or whatever. And then at the end, it goes. That was like Star Wars. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but, okay, sorry. You know how the office theme yeah. goes. It's like the biggest show in America, right? Or it used to be. It's kind of like Star Wars, but it's like. Star Wars. Fucking A. You can't sing the office theme without singing Star Wars. Wait, hang on, hang on. Fuck. But that's where it changes. It's like. Fuck. Shit! How can you not sound. figure this out? Anyway, at the end of the song, it goes. Uh, it ends with like it just goes bump, 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 right? And uh, and for some reason, <laughs> yeah, some reason, the other day I was listening to that. And or I heard it. It was in the, on in another room and in passing or whatever. And now I can't get the end of "It's Good" by Better Than Ezra out of my head because it's the same thing. Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> the way that they end that song, you know. And it's yeah, good yeah. living with you, aha. Uh-huh. And then at the very end of the song, they go wow, wow, wow. And it's the same thing as the end of the Office theme. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, they ripped off better than Ezra. And Star Wars. And Star Wars, yes. <laughs> and then that got me thinking, who in their right mind would ever want to record a song and say, uh, song's perfect, all right? But I think we need to add one last thing. Can you play the last five seconds of the song and then the lead singer just comes up and goes, wow, wow, wow. Who would end a song like that? Ezra. <laughs> or is someone better than Ezra? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. All right. So that's that's my thing. Sorry. Speaking of Schmurders, now what I did all day. Are you done with the Schmurder? Uh, 
Yeah, I'm done with Shimerda. That was a good. That was a good RTG investigates whether we labeled <laughs> yeah, that or not. I don't think it was an investigation. It was just more reporting the news. I just found it very interesting that he ratted his whole crew out. So and if you want to hear the song and see the video for Hot N Word, um, which we can't say the full name because we're white and pussies, um, <laughs> that'll be on awkwardhighfive.com and the show notes for this episode. Right? Yeah. And uh, and maybe Bobby Shimerda. I could even link the article that you got all the information from. Uh, I was from several. But oh, shit. Sure Sorry. More. That really was an RTG Investigates then. Yeah, well, I do my reporting. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, of reading, just sitting around reading shit on the internet, that's how I spent my whole day. What you need to know about me is that my, my days of freedom in this in this world are coming to an end. Now, I'm not getting locked up for Schmurder for seven years, but, <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> the listeners of this podcast uh, um, know that I've been... I guess unemployed is the best way to say it for for a long time, for about a year and a half. And I've been working odd jobs. And obviously, the podcast takes up a lot of my time and and doing all that stuff. But it's looking like uh, almost definitely that uh, coming very, very soon, uh, I'm going to be kind of uh, locked back down into a normal nine to five kind of gig, a normal, uh, you know, 40 plus hour work week kind of thing. And I've been uh, these this week. I guess you could say, hopefully, in in a certain way, is my last week of enjoying the the freedom that comes from working sporadically and 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 everything like that. So I've been trying to spend my time uh, wisely. Uh, I, I've been really wor- working on writing some music because I I know a lot of things are going to be sacrificed once I start working for real again. Uh, even with the show, we're going to have to figure out. I mean, the show's not going away. This. this podcast is uh is number one priority uh so we're going to continue to do it yeah um and we're just gonna have to figure it out maybe you know schedules might change stuff like that doesn't matter that's not where i want to get with this what i'm what i'm getting with is these last this week i've I've really been uh uh, committed to spending my time wisely as far as exercise and meditation and creativity stuff goes because i feel like i'm gonna have to sacrifice some of that when i start working a little bit more and so today instead of doing any of that I spent pretty much the whole day sitting and reading what inmates on death row chose for their last meals. Oh, this talk's <laughs> going to get me hungry. Literally spent a good four hours. I don't know how I went down this wormhole. I don't even know how it showed up or anything. But I just started reading about uh, inmates on death row and what they chose for their last meals and mm. read it for a very, very long time and wasted my whole day reading this fucking thing. So I wanted to ask you a couple questions. Um, cause I found some of this shit interesting. Am I hungry now? Yes. Are you starving now? Yes. Yes. Now I told you this before, uh, before the show, uh, that I had read that. And the first thing that you said was that you saw a TV show where they said that the most requested item was what? A cheeseburger. Yeah. And, and a milkshake. And now I, uh, <laughs> that's three items. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. You're just throwing them out there until I say yes to something. <laughs> a cheese pizza, French fry, <laughs> sub sandwich. Um, now I don't know for sure because I didn't count, and cheeseburgers did come up every once in a while, but by far, the uh, the what I from what I could see in all this that I've read, and I read through dozens and dozens and dozens of people, the most requested item out of all of this is fried chicken by a long shot. Mm, now yeah. here's the crazy thing: out of most of that fried chicken, guess what kind of fried chicken it was? Popeyes. No. Kentucky? Yeah. Really? Kentucky Fried Chicken specifically. As a matter of fact, one guy, uh, I, I forget his name, and there's so many here that I, it, it doesn't really matter, but one guy turned down the last meal, as I guess a lot of people do because they're not, they're, I mean, I guess they're about to get killed, so they're not that hungry or they don't care or something like that. So a lot of people refused their last meal, and one guy refused his last meal, and they gave him KFC anyway. <laughs> they forced the KFC, KFC <laughs> upon him. <laughs> Um, the chicken. Now, <laughs> now, what do you want for your last meal? The chicken. Now, <laughs> now here's another here's another thing that that kind of that surprised me is there's a lot of mention of fast food in here, and a lot of people wanted uh, burgers from a fast food place. 
Guess what fast food place by far dominated the death row last meal thing? Don't say BK. Motherfucking Burger King, the really? worst fast food place in the world. Now, I'm starting to think that I know why these people were dumb enough to land in jail and get on fucking... Because <laughs> some of these choices are, are, are pretty fucking bad. It might have been pre-fry change. What's that? Maybe it was oh, BK yeah, you're right. pre-fry change. Um, I'm trying to find... Uh, let me look through this real quick. Talk to the audience. Um, I remember seeing something on TV where, that they said... They they started doing away with last meals like that, and you just started. It was like, what do you? What's your favorite thing from the jail cafeteria? <laughs> so it's like your last meal is shit on a shingle. Well, there, <laughs> there is some people in here that I read that did um, that did turn down their last meal because they wanted to eat from the jail thing. Now I thought about that, and I was like, why? If they're offering you anything that you could eat, why would you want to eat from the jail thing? But I, from the, the the commissary or whatever it is, uh, like, but. I think it's because they've probably been in there for so long already that they've now that's become comfort food for them. Like yeah, you know, I like maybe so. they like that food. Like they're all excited that it's McRib Day or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that'd be good living for them. Uh, I'd go to jail for the McRib because it's not available out here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you just start murdering people to get a McRib. Hell yeah, McSchmib. Uh, all right. Look, let's. Uh, there's one guy that I really wanted to fucking read to you because it, it. I read this and I was like, man, this guy deserves the fucking. Um. Oh well, James Edward Smith, who was executed in Texas in 1990, he requested a lump of dirt, which they turned down, so he settled for a cup of yogurt. I guess he was trying to make like a, a statement, like give me a lump of dirt or something. Hmm. Um, hang on for a second. Now, oh, another thing is a lot of people eat salads. A yeah. lot of these death row mates get salads with specific dressings. Um, fuck. All right. Here we go. Now, this is one of my favorite. This guy, Marion Albert Pruitt, right? He was executed in... Uh, in uh, no, fuck. That wasn't it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Talk to the audience again. I'm half drunk. I'm trying to fuck Yeah, I, I don't get the whole salad thing. I mean, I would... Man, fried chicken sounds great. So does, <laughs> so does burgers. But I would think someone would go like sirloin steak with lobster and baked potato and fucking a, a bottle of wine you know like, mm-hmm. like a meal a meal, meal well they said that they don't they don't grant alcohol for the most part oh another thing that i that was surprising that it turned up in a lot of them um was fried okra a lot of people requested f- fried okra was that uh, seafood yeah i don't know exactly what okra is and that sounds like barnacles to me <laughs> and that's what i was i was like why is people asking for, why are people asking for okra but then i realized that i think okra is a very popular southern thing kind of like a collard greens kind of deal uh, yeah, and yeah. most of the most of the the death penalties it, it, you know all that shit's going down in the south true true this guy ronnie lee gardner who was executed in utah 2010 check out his shit he got lobster tail steak yeah. apple pie that sounds like vanilla it. ice Cream. Vanilla. <laughs> I was like, what? Rob Van Winkle on a platter? Seven up. And this is the fucking clincher. And watching the Lord of the Lords of the Rings film, film trilogy. Oh shit. He somehow negotiated a film viewing. He got the works. Uh, this was this had to be recent, right? It was 2010, yeah. Wow. Man, where is this fucking guy? Uh there is one guy that um that uh, ordered a whole bunch of shit and then didn't eat his key lime pie. And when they asked him why he wasn't eating it, he said he was saving it for later. <laughs> because for some reason, I guess he was going to survive the execution. <laughs> I, I don't know what that fucking man. Is it true that if you if they flip the switch and for some reason you're not dead, they're not allowed to rejuice you? I'd, it's like you live and you lit and you get to walk like walk away of brain dead free man <laughs> that sounds like uh that sounds like a jailhouse folklore yeah, yeah. everything's folklore that's another thing that i was reading today uh m- common misconceptions there's a wikipedia page for common misconceptions oh that's a goodie yeah I, we, we could do that on another i probably show. live by all of them now this guy this is my favorite guy this guy is lawrence russell brewer executed executed in texas in 2011 this is the guy texas does not allow people to have last meals before their executions now. And the reason why is because of this guy. Because this is what he ordered. What a dick. Two chicken fried steaks smothered in gravy with sliced onions. A triple meat bacon cheeseburger with fixings on the side. A cheese omelet with ground beef. Tomatoes, onions, bell peppers, and jalapenos. A large bowl of fried okra, again with ketchup. One pound of barbecue with half a loaf of white bread. Three fajitas with fixings. A meat lover's pizza. Three root beers. One pint of Blue Bell vanilla ice cream and a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts. 
Brewer's request was granted, but he refused the meal when it arrived. He's <laughs> saying that he wasn't hungry. Why would you refuse that? Because I think again he was trying to he was just trying to waste their My budget mouth and their is money. Watering right now. But and then after that they were like, fuck it, nobody else gets anything. He literally ruined it for everybody else. But I mean, like, why would you even give somebody that much shit? Anyway, I didn't want to spend much time on this, but it's pretty fucking fascinating. But there's one dude. And I can't fucking find it, and it's killing me. And I should have just under, uh, underlined it or something like that. But uh, when I read you this, uh, you're gonna you're gonna hate the guy as much as I did. But where the fuck did it did go? Did he waste food? Uh, no. Well, no, no, no. I, I can't hate a man more than a man that wastes food. Anyway, well, let's move on. If I can find it, uh, I'll talk. I'll talk about it. Now I want to try okra. Even though it sounds like barnacles. <laughs> now, see, this is going to be another one of those things like the fucking, um, uh, the, the seed that we, the fennel seed that we didn't uh-huh. know. Everyone's going to be like, you don't know what okra is? Oh, come and on. I feel like I've probably had it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's something that you collect in the Jaws video game. Uh, collect the sea okra. Uh, John, uh, John Wayne Gacy, can you guess what John Wayne Gacy got for his last meal? A child's penis. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. How'd you yeah. guess? Hey, man. You know. They actually went, found the child, sliced its penis off, and then gave it to John Wayne Gacy as his last thing. Or they could have just gave him, like, circumcision shavings. <laughs> yeah, like foreskin? <laughs> just a plate of foreskins? And then when they showed up with the foreskins, he's like, no, I meant four potato skins. <laughs> um, oh, no. John, uh, John Wayne Gacy got a dozen deep-fried shrimp, a bucket of original recipe kitchen from, uh, chicken from KFC, French fries, and here's the weird thing. A pound of strawberries. Oh, that sounds delicious. Just fucking rounded up a pound of strawberries. A pound. Of, I wonder if he ate all that. Well, he was a fat bastard, wasn't he? Yes. Yes, yeah. I think so. Giant. Anyway, I can't. What I, did Bundy eat? Uh, I think Ted Bundy turned it down. Um, yeah, Ted Bundy, serial killer, executed in Florida in 1989, electrocution, declined a special meal, so he was given but did not really eat the traditional steak, medium rare, eggs over easy, hash browns, toast, milk, and everything from that. Um, Timothy McVeigh, the, uh, the, the, the bomber, the building bomb, the Oklahoma bomber, uh, he just requested two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream, which just goes to show that the guy's fucking nuts. Yeah, two uh, pints. Um, Ver- Velma Barfield, who was a, a woman who, who she kind of just murdered. That's another thing. While I was reading through this, of course, I had to start clicking on names and see what they did and everything. Yeah, yeah. And this chick was one of those people that she she uh, she tried. She was a caretaker for old people, but she murdered the old people. Oof. And uh, she um, she had a bag of cheese doodles and a twelve ounce can of Coca Cola. Wow, weak. Uh, Tim Boren, who was a serial murder and rapist, double threat. Uh, he got two pepperoni and sausage pizzas, three servings of ice cream, and six and three six packs of Coca Cola and Pepsi. Three six packs. Motherfucker wanted to do the Pepsi challenge before he fucking <laughs> he shuffled off to the mortal coil. Ew! He drank Coke with Pepsi. Three six packs of Coca Cola and Pepsi. Ugh. He was sitting there like, I need to know. I need to know if I could tell which fucking one. Um, oh, you could definitely tell. This guy, it's harder than you think. A lot of uh, a lot of cherry cokes and all right. I don't want to go much further with this, but goddamn, there was one. I like this guy. This guy, Brian Steckel, executed in Delaware, two thousand and five. This guy is one hundred percent rocking the dev dog execution meal, cheesesteak, coleslaw, and a Pepsi. Mm, that's that right off too. the fucking. That's exactly what I would get. That's what you would get. Well, I think a cheesesteak would be there. A real Philly cheesesteak. Not this cheese whiz bullshit that all of a sudden came out of nowhere and everyone acts like that's the real Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, not the whiz. No cheesesteak. Fucking uh, peppers, onions, maybe mushrooms, real cheese yeah, on the mushroom. fucking cheesesteak. Uh, probably throw in some French fries or maybe some like jalapeno poppers, something like that would be nice. I'll take mushrooms before peppers. Oh, here's my guy. Here's the dude. Daniel Anthony Lucas. They didn't even say what he did because it doesn't matter because the guy should be fucking locked up and executed <laughs> for what he ordered. Are you ready? Executed in Georgia in 2016. This was the other day. Meat pizza. Good. Steak and cheese calzone. Cool. Stuffed portobello mushroom, not too shabby. Chef salad with ranch and honey mustard dressings, got it. Guess what he washed that all down with? Um, glass of milk. No, that would you think that would be bad enough? That motherfucker with all of this drank orange juice. Oh, <laughs> fucking a! They the should fuck? have shot that motherfucker on sight when he asked orange. for orange juice. Like, not only do you got to go to the chair, but you got to go to the chair with fucking acid reflux. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got nothing against orange juice, but not when yeah, you're with eating. eggs. Yeah, right. In the morning, this motherfucker's <laughs> eating. Um, number one, first thing he ordered, meat pizza. The last thing in the world. The only thing that's worse than eating a meat pizza and then drinking orange juice would be drinking orange juice and then brushing your teeth. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, that is the acid level of that is just making my head spin. Anyway, I'll link this on the website as well. It's it's a fascinating read for some reason. Yeah. It, I just like reading about all those eats. I like the fact that they actually, somebody out there actually documented what these people are reading. Like, it was somebody's job to, to like, write on a clipboard, okay, two meat lovers pizzas <laughs> and a well, bucket of KFC original. Order, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, yeah. And then it gets, I guess, put in some type of box. And for a split second while I was, uh, while I was reading this, I was getting jealous of these last meals. And for a second, mm-hmm. like, the thought ran through my head, well, you know, like, maybe it's not too bad to be on death row because at least you get this free last meal. And then I thought to myself, wait, motherfucker, if you're just a regular, normal uh, fucking part of society, you can just go buy this shit whenever you want and enjoy your freedom. But for something in my fat kid fucking brain, uh, I just thought, like, yeah, I would like that one. I always justify that it must not be that bad in jail. I don't know why if I plan on going there or something. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe you really just trying to kind of psych yourself up for the future. You know what's happening, what's going down. I was like, it can't be that bad. I mean, you know, there's people around. You get food. <laughs> you don't gotta do laundry. <laughs> you got a window every once in a while. It's all right. Yeah, and I, you know, I, jail scares the shit out of me. Nothing. I, I. I don't. I don't think. You know how they say people like there's people that could do jail and there's people that can't do jail. I'm. I would not be somebody that could do nah. jail. No, I would. It would just not work for me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't mind it. <laughs> Now, some people, uh, you know, some people say that they, they, I think we talked about this already. Yeah, they don't mind being institutionalized because they don't have any responsibility. Yeah, right. It I takes, think that's where my, it, it takes, my comfort level rises. I think you would feel that way, but then I think you would Im- immediately, after maybe a week or so, be like, man, this sucks. Right. Well, Especially that's, if that's you're what, doing that fucking long of a thing. That's what happened to me in rehab. Like, in two, for two weeks, I was like, this ain't bad, man. This is good eats. I get to fucking just, like, sleep and do nothing. I was like, I'll be fine in no time. And then, like, Labor Day rolled around. It was, like, really nice out. And they had, like, these big windows in the room. And I'm sitting there, like, listening to some fat chick yap about her meth addiction. And I look behind her, and the breeze is blowing. I'm like, I got to be outside, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's that's what would kill me. I think I think uh, claustrophobia would uh, would probably be the number one thing that that would freak me the fuck out. Like, just, like, knowing that you can – like, I don't mind being in a, in a small room. Or anything like that. Uh, most of the rooms and apartments I've had <laughs> in my life. I've got thrown in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I got thrown in the hole, I'd probably like, I don't know. I, I would. Oh, man. When Dufresne does two months in the oh, hole. Oh, fuck that. Oh, yeah. my God. Just for calling that guy obtuse. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I, I, I don't think I'm strong enough of a soldier to, to, to like grin and bear it. I don't. I just. Don't, I couldn't do the hole. But even, but even the cell. Like the fact, it, it, what would freak me out the most is that the fact that somebody closed that thing and locked it and I had no ability to get like out, of out of there. That's yeah. what would freak me out. Not so much the size of it, you know, not so much like not being able to see daylight or anything like that, although that would all suck. But the fact, like, I think mentally that would play on me so much that I would start going crazy. And I'm sure people do. do you, yeah, do you ever see the things that they do, like, in, in on spite to the COs when they get locked up in, like, the hole and things like that? Are you talking about, like, uh, like stockbroker got CEOs and shit like that? Would no. you say COs? Yeah, correctional officers. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant, like, what they do to, like, the white-collar crime people. No, 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 no. What the criminals do to spite the COs in prison. Oh, okay. They'll they'll flood their cell. Like, they'll flood the toilets and the sinks and just flood out into the... You know what I mean? Oh, shit all over the place? Yeah, because they start getting fucking crazy. Another thing they do, which, like, gave me the fucking willies, is they'll fucking cut open their veins and just spray their blood all over the place. Why? I don't know. Do they die? No. It's no. just, they just spray a little blood just to fuck with you. A evil. lot of blood. I, it made me so queasy, bro. And I'm not, I don't get queasy from medical shit or like that kind of stuff. But this shit made me so queasy. Just like, and they're like, ah, and they're like <laughs> banging on the fucking doors and just spraying their blood out their fucking arms. What the fuck? I've never heard of that before. Check it out. It's fucked up. It's so fucked up. <sighs> See? Leaders. And you want to go to jail? I don't really want to go. No, yeah. I don't want to go to jail. Just, if I did, it's like, What's on the menu? <laughs> How many people do I have to kill in here so I could get on death row yeah, to get yeah. that last meal, please? What is okra? <laughs> I've been hearing a lot about this fried okra. 
Now, how much shmurda do I got to do to get some okra? <laughs> Uh yeah, please somebody tells our stupid asses what okra is. I guess I could just look it up. It's definitely barnacle. <laughs> it is okra barnacle. Same shit. Uh, hang on, I'm just gonna look it up, and then I want to talk. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? You have any? Uh... Um, I mean, I did, but I don't know. I don't know how much it relates to our uh, topics here. I kind of like where we're going here. Oh well, I mean, I okay. Uh, okra or okra is many of blah, blah blah ladies' fingers. Or gumbo is a flowering plant in the mallow family. It's oh, it's kind of like edamame. Edamame. It's an underwater plant. Uh, I don't know. It's like edamame. No, it isn't. Well, yeah, it's. uh, Oh no, maybe it's not. Maybe it's more like maybe it's more like a jalapeno. That's what it kind of looks like. It's not. It is valued for its edible green seed pods. Yeah, yeah. No, it kind of looks like a. uh, It's a plant. Yeah, it kind of looks like. Jalapeno. How did we get through thirty six years of life and not know what okra is? Holy and I consider myself kind of a foodie. I eat a lot of different things. Why so, did I think that was something from the ocean? I don't know. Maybe oh. you're thinking about like octopus. No, <laughs> wait a minute. Are you thinking about Oprah? She's not from the. She's not from the ocean either. Yeah, I'm though. Thinking about ochre, <laughs> like Bob Buecher. <laughs> Just a little outside. <laughs> I have no idea, but I, it's got to be something like that where it has to do with barnacles. No, uh, okay. <laughs> you kept saying barnacles, and I didn't understand it. Like, you know, like tasty sea clams. Uh, okay. Or, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people eat barnacles. <laughs> I bet you hungry people eat barnacles. <laughs> I bet you that them shits fry up real properly. I, I've, I've been a, a, around a lot of boat yards. I've never seen anybody, any homeless people, sucking on the bottom of boats. Have you ever seen a live barnacle? No. Oof. Maybe. It's, Why? It's disgusting. Why is it disgusting? It just looks like a bunch of rotten pussies breathing. What? Yeah. Okay, now I got Google barnacles. Live barnacles. Live barnacles. Barnacles living. Barnacle bill. What the Yeah, it looks and <laughs> I don't know. Nah. It just looks like uh, it's fucked up. It looks like like lips puckering in and out and breathing. Now the weird thing is when you said a bunch of pussies breathing, I pictured something in my head even though there's really no such thing as breathing pussies. <laughs> yeah, well now th- what you see is going to match what you thought. Uh Oh, you found it? Yeah. Let me see that shit. I guess we could play this. We're not going to get sued by the great deep. Are they alive or are they cut off the boat? There they go. Was I right or was I right? Why are they chirping? That's just got to be a bird in the distance. But look at those fucking barnacles pussying out. Yeah, that is kind of weird. They do vaguely uh, resemble uh, a white woman's vagina. And they are opening and closing like they're breathing. That is some fucked up nature shit. Now, let me, let me say something else to add to this fucking ochre thing is now that I look at this, I'm not sure that I ever understood what a fucking barnacle was. What did you think? Like, I thought barnacles were just like, uh, like, I mean, I, I didn't think that they were that living and animate. Like, I thought that they were kind of just like a, a mold that got on the bottom of boats. You know, like a wow. like a sea fungus or something like that. That is I, what it is. But, but they're, but it, mo- but they're you, moving. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, now, it's alive. Um, well, I mean, they're all plants are alive in yeah. in in that sense. Uh, plants are alive, but I didn't know that they were alive, alive in the fact that they breathe and move like they're almost like animals. Yeah, they look like fucking Venus flytraps, vagina flowers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Venus flytraps. That's. I'm gonna go ahead and next out of this page. Yeah, I get the hell out of here. <laughs> get the hell out. Of <laughs> Shut the hell up. Oh, that's another thing that we're gonna do next, y'all. I want to play a little game with you about some. Uh, some WWF games. <laughs> oh, teasers for yeah. the next show. I like that. I yeah. like that. I like that. Well, we're puttering to an end here anyway. We we came out strong with the Schmurda and yeah. the Schmurder meals. And then we... Uh, but if if we do have 10 minutes to devote to this, I wanted to bring this up to you. Um, I read today... So apparently there's this dude, Christopher Barna, and apparently he's a, a singer of some, like, this, some mid-level, and I'm using this term way lightly, hardcore band. But I'm talking about, like, the new Devil Wears Prada hardcore style, like, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't even know the name of his band. I don't even care to give him any credit. Um, but he, he's got a lot of followers. And uh, and it, it showed up on my feed because somebody we know actually commented on it. Somebody who's actually, uh, I think I believe, is a recovering addict and is working in, um, in recovery. Um, so he put this a few days ago. And there's, like... There's like thousands and thousands of comments and shares and, and all this crazy shit. He wrote, 
If you do heroin, you're a junkie. Don't try and use the disease bullshit. Cancer is a disease. Melting down a powder in a spoon and injecting it into your veins is not. These fucking people trying to justify that people made national news un- uh, news unconscious in a vehicle with a fucking child are sick. He's referring to the couple yeah, that yeah. overdosed with it. I'm sure everybody at this point has seen that. But there was a couple that both uh, w- with their young child in the car did heroin and they both overdosed. And then the cops found that the kid was, you know, with the parents passed out or did they die? No. Yeah, so they're just... Yeah, okay. Um, but before the cops shot them up with Narcan, they did put them in a few different positions and took photos of them. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Where they saved their lives. <laughs> yeah, right. It, 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 I thought that when I saw those pictures. Did they do that on yeah, purpose? Yeah. yeah. That's proven that they did that? No, but the, all every photo, they were like this and yeah. in a different position. I thought that same thing. I was like, are the cops using this as like an example kind of thing? Yeah, you know, it, To PR it? Because that thing went everywhere. And it's a horrible thing, of course. I'm not yeah. condoning anybody overdosing with their child in the car but they did really make it seem like i was like that kind of seems kind of staged mm-hmm. okay anyway uh these fucking people are trying to justify that the people that made national news unconscious in a vehicle with a fucking child are sick and need support are you fucking serious there is an innocent child at hand and you're trying to justify banging dope i fucking hate this world and all the junkies in it offended oh well is what the guy wrote okay yeah. now of course uh, the, the the comments are through the roof and and they're pretty much down the middle 50 50 of people saying well you're nuts this is a disease and then other people just agreeing with him but i wanted to ask you what you think because here's here's what here's what got me i i spent some time reading through these comments obviously not all twenty thousand of them but i i I thumbed through some of them and in the maybe hundred that i kind of just perused there was a, a few people saying that i'm a recovering addict and it is not a disease. It's a choice. There right. was, it seemed like there was a lot of people that suffered from this ailment that were saying there wasn't a disease. And that's what kind of made me think like, oh, okay, you just automatically think anybody who's gone through it is going to be like, no, this is a disease. And then people who haven't, you know, might have the mindset that it isn't. Well, it's like this. Okay. This, this is my best way to explain it to you. The way it could be looked, here's the way it could be looked at as a disease. Okay. Cause I could, I see it from both angles. All right. The way it can be looked at as a disease, um, me and you both go sniff the same pill, right? Uh-huh. I happen to have a different chemistry in my brain. Right. The day after we sniff those pills, you wake up and you go about your day and you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I happen to have a lower dopamine level in my brain. So my brain says... That shit that made us feel better yesterday, go get some more of that shit because that made us feel normal. So that's where that's that's where it can be thought of as a disease. Right. Where it isn't a disease is that how could something be a disease when the remedy is willpower? You know, like it's definitely harder on different levels for people, but there's no medicine to get over your addiction. Your addiction is how bad you don't want to be an addict. Right. You know, so it's like how how hard am I going to fight to not be an addict? And that is the remedy, you know? But, you know, a lot of addicts wish they could have done the drugs once, woke up the next day and been like, never thought about it again. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, people have different levels of dopamine in their in their head. And some people wake up and they're like, wow, that really made me feel better about it. I really face life better with that drug in my brain. And they want it again. Right, right. So that's where the disease part comes into play. But how could something be a disease when the remedy is willpower? You know? Right. And well, that was the interesting thing, because because if you were to ask me right away, like straight away, what what side I fell on, I would certainly fall on the side of I believe that it's a disease and I believe people that suffer from it should should get help and that we should be understanding and work with these people. Uh, I certainly don't fall on to the fuck everybody. It, you know, it's their fault. Fuck junkies. Get them off the face of the earth kind of deal. Um, I've, I've had my own struggles in my life. I, you're my best friend. You're dealing you're you're dealing with it right now and i try to be as understanding and and uh and everything with you as possible and and other people in my life that are dealing with it as well but then i but i i started reading all the different things and i was just playing devil's advocate with myself and and uh one of the things that people kept bringing up and i'm sure that this is this is an argument that people that bring up for this all the time is that uh, a disease like uh like let's say cancer or, or something like that is something that you can't control getting. It's just something that you get for the most part. I mean, sans getting, let's say, lung cancer from smoking cigarettes or something. Whereas an addiction, 
uh, is something that at one point you chose to do. So, like, let's let's specifically use heroin as an example. I mean, uh, heroin is 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 looked upon as the worst of the worst, right? Like when you're a kid and you learn about drugs, heroin's at the bottom of the 13th ring of hell. Like that's the, you know, if you, you've sank as far as you possibly could sink, if you do heroin and, uh, but yet every year there's, there's thousands and tens and thousands and millions of people that get hooked on it every year. And, uh, and, and so at some point, even if the disease is dormant inside of you, you had to make a choice to do the heroin and at what point are you responsible for that? I guess is what these people are saying. Right, right. And that kind of, I don't, I'm not saying that I agree with that, but, but, uh, but at the same time, I could kind of, if I want to play devil's advocate, I could kind of see that argument because addiction, I truly believe addiction is a disease, but how many people out there are, are that have that disease that don't know it because they decided not to ever try heroin or, is it is it that uh it, you know like the disease is in you and then once you have one beer you're fucked because you've already altered your mind state you know at what point do you have to get out of that disease i guess but that's that's an that's at least a kind of interesting argument for the other side of things is yeah. you do kind of choose to get into it you know and there's so much gray area obviously the 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 age old story now is that people get go to the doctors and get pain pills because their back hurts or their shoulder hurts and then they slip into it and i and i and i totally understand that and uh, and again you know maybe you know the, you start drinking and smoking some weed and and that does become a gateway drug even though i'm not i'm not sure that i buy into that but but you know maybe that's possible but at some point you have to go from being maybe a casual drug user and maybe have you know smoked some weed, done some acid, sniffed some coke, and all that shit, and then looked at it and said, "Okay, now I'm going to start shooting heroin." And and there, I guess there should be some sort of responsibility for that, right? I don't know. I, this is what I'm asking. I don't know. I mean, I I was the pain pill casualty yeah so, right. i mean i don't yeah i don't know it's not like one day i was like i'm gonna do heroin today right you know? so what you're saying is with your disease if we're calling this a disease with your disease you you uh you were already being affected by this disease when you decided to to go to the to the last ditch effort basically yeah yeah right yeah, i was ready to take the pills right yeah. But I mean there I there I guess there has to be I, I doubt that there's anybody in the world that never smoked weed or drank or did anything and then one day said, I'm gonna try to shoot heroin in my veins. But I, I think that there is there is probably a lot of people out there that Yeah, because that person would be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, yeah, I suppose so. And and we know people that, that has happened to yeah. that, that that have done that and died the first time they did it or the second time they did it. But uh yeah, I don't know. I, I it's just an interesting argument, I suppose, and that's why I'm bringing it up to you. Because I know like with you, if we could use you as a, an example and me dealing with you sometimes, and it's documented on this podcast, you know, it's part of this podcast. I, I do have that feeling with you sometimes where uh, there was a show very recently that we did that I said to you, I was like, do, do not come fucked up to this show. And you came and, and you may, maybe you were, maybe you weren't. But in my mind, you were. I had my mind made up that you were fucked up. And I was pissed at you. That you came to the show and that you were fucked up because I saw it as an important show and I wanted you to be like you are now, like fucking alert and and and, and in conversations and and one hundred percent there and present. And I and I believe that you weren't because you were you were messed up. And uh, I was pissed off at you. And and so that even though I try to be understanding all the time and and uh, and nonpartisan in it and try to just be there for you and, and and see it as a disease and try to work you through it as much as I can, I mean I do have those feelings where I will get frustrated and I'll be like, this motherfucker, all he had to do was just not do it for a fucking hour so we could do the podcast and he still did it. So I get you know like I guess there's part of me that sees it as kind of a, a choice, you know, because I certainly didn't say like, oh okay, well he's fucked up. Um, you know, but you know, that's the disease, man. He just probably couldn't help it. You know, like in my mind, I was like, fuck this dude. I told him not to fucking come here fucked up and he came fucked up. Why can't he just stay sober for a fucking hour? You know, and that's for me looking on the outside because I've never dealt with that. You know, I don't know. So it's at least an interesting, uh, argument. I mean, I think this guy, whatever this dude is, not only does his band probably suck, but the fact that he wrote like fuck junkies and blah, blah, and all that bullshit. Number one. All the music that he listened to and loves is probably written by fucking junkies, you know. And <laughs> and uh, and number two, you just can't you can't you can't say that with about anybody ever. 
you can't there's no black and white argument you can't say fuck illegal immigrants you can't say fuck drug users you can't say fuck christians you can't say fuck uh it, bigots you can't say uh, fuck gay people you can't there's no one group that you just single out because it's all gray area shit yeah. you know so individual it's it's ignorant for him to make that grand statement but the uh, the 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 comments that it, the, how split it is. If you read through these comments, you'll really see. I mean, and there's people on there just saying like, "Dude, you're a fucking idiot. You're ignorant. This is the dumbest thing I've ever read." And there's other people being like, "100%, man, I got your back. Fuck them. You know, all that shit." I don't know. It, it was pretty interesting. Oh, do Do you have anything else to add about that? About that? Nah. I mean, <clears throat> I, like you said, everybody's different. You know, you can't, like you said, you can't say, oh, fuck all junkies. I mean, you have junkies that'll go rob people and you have junkies that'll, you know, try their best to keep it yeah, away from everything. And it's just a matter of the individual. And you got people that'll try and get off it. And you got people that'll say, fuck it and just want to do it till they die. So, right. you know. It's, it's, so and in that case, you do almost have to look at it as a disease. It might not be a disease in the same way that cancer or something like that is a disease, but in the way that it affects people and, and and it affects society, the amount of money that goes into trying to prevent and cure it, um, the way people act uh, while, while while it affects them, um, and all that stuff. I mean, at that point, it's a disease, right? I guess you know. I don't. I don't know. I don't have these answers. But it's an inter- it's an interesting reading right. that made that's, it interesting to that's me. That's why I said like I see both I could see how it's a disease and yeah. then I could see how it's not you know, you, yeah. You can see both ways, but it's hard to come up with this is exactly how I feel about it. You know, it's weird. Now I think technically, I don't know for sure, and you might know more than this than than me, but I think technically it's it like by the powers that be, it's viewed as a disease, right? It's like legally, Only in America. Only in America. Yeah. In Europe it's it's considered as a, a personal defect. Oh, okay. Mm. And I wonder why that is. You know, because that's another argument that people were making was they're saying, like, yeah, it's a disease, but it's only a disease. It's only been classified as a disease so that people could get free treatment for it and shit like that. Like, it's not technically a disease, you know? And, and, and again, there's arguments on both sides, and I don't know, but I found it pretty interesting. Yeah. Wow. Mm, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean to fizzle out at the end of the fucking thing. No, it's good. I'm going to go commit some shmurda and get some fucking action. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fuck it. What are you going to investigate for the next episode? Uh, Maybe I'll... I forget what it was. Maybe I'll investigate what uh, Gina... Uh, Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting. I don't have to text anyone. Oh, yeah, because you got the... uh, Some pervert has the phone. Show me your your clit and titty text. That's pretty interesting. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Awkward Hi-Fi podcast. Go on iTunes and leave a review. Once we have 100, we're throwing a party and you're going to be invited. Um, I don't know. Otherwise, see you in future days. for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.